Good morning, everyone. This is Kathy Mason with Mason Works Marketing here today on Conscious Business Zone, and we're having a party. We're having an IONS Groups and Events party today because I want everyone to know about this fantastic resource that's available for you to learn so much more about the um, the near-death experiencers and the spiritually transformative experiencers and a little paranormal probably going in and out of all of it. Um, and and uh, I don't think everyone knows about this wonderful resource. I learned about IONS. I've been a volunteer for IONS. It's my sixth year of spending a lot of time behind the scenes helping. And um, and this is a resource that used to be called ISCO, but now they've rebranded it, thank goodness, because no one knew what that was, um, to IONS groups and events. So um, I want to start, I, I'll be off screen a lot so that everybody can share because I don't, I don't have a way to present anything as well as these beautiful beings. And, and I want you to all know this is all volunteer work that not only is this amazing resource for all of you, these people are giving this incredible time and energy from their heart, their beautiful hearts. So I um, want you to know that as well. So Angela, do you wanna start first? Yes, uh, I'm Angela Harris and I am a near-death experiencer. I had a near-death experience in May, on May 15th of 2015. So I've had a little while to integrate it. And over those years, I started reading like all experiencers do and getting engaged in the resources that are out there. And I bumped into IANS, I subscribed to their newsletter. And in that newsletter was a call for a volunteer to help out with the website. I had experience working on websites and they liked my work. And so that's how I got started. And that has morphed into me being the director of groups and events. At this point, it is an honor to serve in that role and to be talking to you today about this amazing part of IANS. IANS is a 40-year-old organization that started out focused on research really in the 80s. And um, it has really grown over the years. Um, they have kind of been the were the preeminent source and still are the preeminent source. So when people have experiences, we're kind of the doorway through which people come looking for answers. So throughout the years, then local groups were started to be this resource for people. So in the mission of IANS, there are three main components. One is research. The second is education, which is provided mostly through that, re that research. And then the third component is support. And that's what we're going to talk to you about today, providing support to the community. The local groups I just mentioned were the first form of support. It started in Seattle. They have a huge group still going. They still meet in person. Um, Kim Clark Sharp is still the leader of that group. They have an amazing team that includes Louisa Peck and many others. And from there, it just blossomed because these experiences are normal. They're happening all across the planet to all kinds of people. And when they happen, people look for 
commonality. They look for connection. They look for validation so that they can feel security in that experience. So these local groups were the first part of providing that. It was a space for people to go and feel safe and to listen to other people's stories and to say to themselves, this happened, it's real. And then um, a few years ago, right at the start of the pandemic, Nicole Gruel, who was the group leader in Australia for the local group, felt that she wasn't providing for the community in Australia the way that she wanted to. Australia, as you know, is very large and the cities are very far apart and it's very hard for people to travel then to a local group meeting. And about that time, platforms like Zoom were getting started and people were becoming more comfortable and familiar with those platforms and they were starting to be used for group meetings. And so she reached out to IANS and Chuck Swidrock met her with that with that request. He thought it was a great idea, really wanted to help out and help get it started. And so the two of them set off on that journey together. Um, in that, we had the help of a wonderful person, Lance Willis, who got the website up and running so that we could host the meetings. Um, he set up the, you know, the technology in the background to be able to RSVP for the meetings, things like that. And one of the people here today, Dean, was uh, integral in helping out with those sharing groups. He'll share his story in just a few minutes. And along the way, we have brought on Betty and Daniel who are also here with us. Um, in that process, it has really grown. So it started out to be this space, again, for people to find safety and security and validation and hope in an online platform because they were unable to reach a local group and it was very successful and people loved it. Then it grew to webinars. So we started having Saturday talks and then it grew into a podcast. So we're still growing and expanding into the community in the ways that the community needs. They are our central core. Everything we do at groups and events is about providing support for the community. Um, we're fulfilling the mission of IANS through that. We are providing research in those Saturday webinars. We're providing education in those Saturday webinars, and we're providing support through, through the local groups. So that kind of summarizes uh, what groups and events does. Kathy, can you show our website for everyone so that I can kind of give people a quick tour? You can become familiar with it. We offer lots of options. Daniel is absolutely terrific at helping with this website. We're going to see a facelift pretty soon that I'm pretty excited about. So um, when you come, you'll see this big, beautiful banner up here that will show you the upcoming events, kind of the webinars that we showcase. This one here is Mark. We offer courses, so recurring events through the same people. And then we also offer individual webinars with brand new experiencers. They're talking for the first time and sharing their narrative. We also have people who are a steadfast part of the community like Suzanne Giesman. She's going to be speaking with us soon. Uh, and then we record all of these and they're available in our video section. So if you look at the very top menu up there, you'll see everything's divided out nicely. You can find an event that will show you 
any upcoming events that include the mix of our webinars and our sharing groups. The podcast is on YouTube and has launched to um, regular podcast locations. So we don't have a link to that here yet. Um, the videos section has over 200 videos in it. So it's a great resource, lots of information there. And then you'll also notice that we have the local groups button up there. That will help you find a group near you if you want to connect with people in person. Thank you, Kathy, I appreciate that. And now I think the heart of all of IANS groups and events are the sharing groups. So Dean, I'm gonna hand it over to you and let you tell everyone all about those. Oh, okay. Um, well, let's talk about the sharing groups. How did I become involved with that, first of all? Um, yeah, it's. I've kind of had a few brushes with uh, Mr. Chuck Swedrock uh, maybe it's Swedrock. I think I'm mis mispronouncing his name for years. But um, yeah, I had some brushes with Chuck a few times on the phone. I uh, was interested in maybe starting my own group. I just had my own idea at one point in my life. This is back in probably the mid-2000s that I would start my own group for people who wanted to talk about near-death experiences or like experiences. And I had a couple conversations with Chuck because um, I was... Uh, Someone had uh, given me his contact information because he was a point of contact here in Arizona for IONS, but I just wasn't quite ready to do that. And then I think it was in the mid to late 2000s, just a year or two before COVID, the COVID pandemic, um, I thought, you know, I'd really like to connect with some some people that um, that had a like mind in this area. And um, so I reached out to the local Mesa group. It was posted on Meetup, uh, Mesa, Arizona. And I went out to uh, one of these groups. I went out a couple of times, and that's where Chuck was driving all the way from Tucson up to um, Mesa, Arizona to, to visit these groups. And, and then it was after one of the groups we met, Chuck approached me and says, uh, how you doing? You know, I've got a possible proposition for you. <laughs> And this was the time when he and um, Nicole were just starting laying the groundwork and the preparation for, uh, well, I guess they'd already started the, um, they'd already gone through the beta phase. And then he invited me to work with him as a volunteer. So it's been a bit of a long arc and process. It's been exciting and it's been a lot of fun to see the um, evolution and progression of this particular branch of IONS and I don't really want to use the word branch anymore because we've become more and more, I think, integrated as um, just one part of IONS here. And uh, but, yeah, I used to be essentially a volunteer. I, I became one of their certified facilitators uh, and moderators, uh, which we have quite a few active facilitators and moderators now that are amazing volunteers. And um, just over time. I ended up in the role that I'm in now, which is uh, the uh, sharing groups coordinator and uh, also the coordinator of the program team, which is where the folks that you're hanging out with today were the program team. And um, and Angela did a great job of explaining what we are uh, and what we do. We have actually about four different types of events that we um, host on our online um 
our, on this online, I, I want to call it department or division, but um, uh, the, but we have uh, either speaker events, we call webinars, uh, we have workshops. Um, I think Angela mentioned that we have topic or theme groups, and then these general general sharing groups. And when we started these, the the sharing groups, um, we had maybe I think once once a week, and um, we've we've grown that now to where we have about 12 groups a week. And, um, and so it's been exciting. Did I say 12 a week? Yeah. Let me rephrase that 12 a month. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that would be a lot. Maybe hopefully that will be the case, you know, um, in, in the future, but, uh, but still it's a lot to manage, but it's a lot of fun. It's very rewarding. And um, I think everybody here on the team would, would agree that when we attend these meetings, by far the most rewarding part of it is when someone says um i'm really grateful i came to this group i really wanted to share my experience with someone i felt alone uh i felt like i didn't have anybody to talk to i've had this you know extraordinary experience in my life and maybe it changed my life completely and but their family their friends their their local culture around them whether that's a faith-based faith-based culture or completely non-faith-based culture, which happens often too, where all of a sudden somebody's had this experience and they've got spiritual and, um, you know, and all of a sudden they had no one to talk to. And I feel like a lot of times they're kind of spiritually led to these groups. And I, like, I, like I mentioned, it, it's super gratifying when someone says, I, I finally feel like I can talk to someone, I can open up and I feel like I'm accepted um you know and being able to share that experience so i think that's probably the most rewarding part of what we do along with a lot of other things and i will just say too just interacting and working with the people in this team and in this group has been extremely rewarding um it's such a fantastic experience to to interact and work with people that kind of have a common goal and, and like mind wonderful wonderful Yes, I, I think the opportunity here is for so many people. I haven't had a near-death experience, but I had a spiritually transformative experience. And I have enjoyed learning the terminology. I mean, I I have feelings, but I do not know. I, I'm still learning the way to express my experiences. And I think the more that you listen to this or read the books, or, um, or get into conversation, the more um, you integrate what happened to you. Not, it's not just telling your story, it's hearing the other people's story and then, oh yeah, I forgot that part or, 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 or mine was a little different, but yeah, I get it. Because it's all feeling, so much of it's experiential, it isn't brain, <laughs> it's art, right? Yes, I definitely connect with what you're saying about learning the language. These sharing groups are a really great place to come in and listen, and you're welcome to just listen. You can stay muted. You can leave your camera off until you're comfortable. Even if that takes months, we're okay with that until you have learned the language, not just the words, because I'm still learning words. I just learned uh, inner vibrational touch, which I've been doing for a very long time, bumped into the word and said, hey, just like you were saying, <laughs> yep. I've been doing that. 
So yes, it's, you know, like I said, our, our goal is to create a safe container for you to come in and learn and grow and become comfortable and to expand into the spaces of your experience where you're comfortable. Um, another wonderful part of our organization that does that, which is the next step, you know, you've learned now the language and you've become comfortable talking about it, are our theme groups. Those are, you know, topic based where you can go in and you can speak inside the language of whatever that topic is. And Daniel has been so wonderful volunteering his time with uh, heading up a lot of those. Thanks, Angela. Yeah, the, the theme groups are wonderful. Um, we have a theme group for clergy, uh, interfaith clergy, as well as a separate Christian clergy group for those folks who uh, need help in how to relate to their parishioners or, or congregants who have uh, had these spiritual experiences of various sorts. And if it wasn't clear already, um, this isn't just about near-death experiences. It's about any sort of spiritual experience. And we also welcome anyone who's interested in the subject, simply interested in the subject. Um, because as somebody coined the term that this is a benign virus, when you hear about it, um, you get in, engaged and interested and uh, you become a part of the, the community of people who are uh, been spiritually transformed just by being around other people like that. And so many folks have had um, an experience, whether it was a, uh, a sudden accident, uh, which caused a near-death experience, or um, some people have had spontaneous Kundalini awakenings, and, and then they're like, holy cow, what the heck just happened to me? Yeah. And And they can't talk to anyone about this stuff because when you bring it up with normal conversation, people kind of look at you like uh, either you're weird or they, they, they're kind of like, um, I, I've got something else to do. I'll, I'll be back and, and they never come back. Um, all those reactions and, and the worst ones are when they invalidate your experience. They say, well, uh, were you on drugs? Uh, where, you know, you were in the hospital. They come up with all these explanations because it's so hard to accept the idea that there's so much more to this world, to our reality, than just this world, this physical world. But the theme groups, we have um, also a, a group that meets uh, once a month on the fourth Sunday at one o'clock, which we call Open Spirituality. Uh, and the idea there is, is a, a spiritual gathering, a gathering of people who are interested in the topic of the spiritual, but without any uh, particular religious dogma or rules. Uh, and so that's a wonderful group. We get a lot of people come to that on average, uh, at least 10 or 15 folks each, uh, each meeting. And um, we just generally discuss what spirituality means to us. And uh, you're among people who understand and who are open-minded and, and are, are comfortable. And you can ask questions in the, the general sharing groups uh, we have a Sunday morning group at 10 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, that 1 p.m. open spirituality is Eastern time, I should say. And uh, we also have one on Sunday evening at 8 p.m. And uh, once a month we have a Thursday meeting. Uh, 
so there's a lot of opportunities to come and share. And as Dean said, uh, it's really a huge weight off somebody's shoulders when they've had these experiences and they're wondering, am I crazy? What's going on? And, and it can take uh, as much as 10 to 20 years before somebody is comfortable with their experience, which is, um, it takes, it can take a while. So these groups help you to integrate and feel normal much sooner than if you were just going it alone. And that's one of the huge, huge benefits. We also have a theme group uh, for distressing experiences. They don't get a lot of press distressing experiences. Um, people who've had them don't, don't always talk about them. Um, if it's hard to talk about a positive experience, it's even harder to talk about a negative one or a distressing one because people wonder, you know, why did you have that kind of experience? Are you a bad person? But that is not the case. That is absolutely not the case. So if anybody's had a distressing experience, uh, I think it's the second Thursday of the month at 8 p.m. Eastern time. We have a group for that. And uh, we've had a number of people come to us and, and it's such a weight off the shoulders when they get to share those, those experiences amongst people who understand. Um, one of our, uh, our the co-founder of the group, the co-founder and, and leader of the group, uh, Kathy McDaniel, wrote a book and uh, she's been on over a hundred podcasts uh, to speaking about her experience and her perspective. Um, so it's it's just wonderful, lots of deep experience possibilities and uh, sharing opportunities and, and a really good community. So I'll leave it there. Thank you. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, you can see the opportunity that people have. Um, you can already feel it and, and I'm sure we'll, we'll learn even more by the end of this, but you can see that you really are not alone and that this is a loving, safe place that's not necessarily, it's not therapy, it's not talk therapy, it's sharing. And it's sharing at a core level that, that integrates the, your experience in your system. Um, I, I just can tell you from being at the the online events that we did two of them online during the shutdown and then also in-person events when you walk into a physical event with 500 open-hearted people it feels like home and and that's what they're creating online is if you can't get to those physical um conferences that are once a year or any of the other events that are local, if you don't have a local group, this is your opportunity to reconnect to home in a safe way. So I just wanted to share that because it, that's, I, I, that's what I recognized right away. It was like, wow, these guys, they know what I know. Mm -hmm. And you're right, you feel it instantaneously. It's just, Yes, it's like having the experience. You deeply connect. Uh, one of the things I was thinking about is um, we also have a childhood experiencer group, which was suggested by PMH Atwater, oh. and uh, it's for adults who've had childhood experiences and talk about connection. We're in there talking about being a kid and growing up with that knowledge and how it affects you and 
there is just that moment of, okay, that's why I thought that way. Oh, that's why I behaved that way. And it's just, it feels so good to be able to connect and know that, you know, it wasn't just me. It's <laughs> everyone who has had that kind of experience. And you're right. It's not all that, you know, they were NDEs. We will, it's all spiritually transformative experiences. We will talk about anything that qualifies as spiritually transformative experiences. So if you are an NDE or an OBE, or if you astral travel, if you've had an extraterrestrial experience, if you uh, started with after death communication while grieving or just you know out for a walk, you had an experience, a Kundalini experience, all of these and more are the things that we talk about. And it's not just experiencers in there. We have a lot of people who come who are grieving and have a lot of questions about where did their loved one go? What happened to them? Can I connect with them? And additionally, we have a lot of people who come in and they've just been reading a lot. They're really curious and they want to engage with the community. And we keep that safe and organized by having really great training for our facilitators and moderators. So we have this whole volunteer team of people who come and they spend a lot of time getting trained on, you know, how to keep the container safe, how to make sure that everyone in the space gets a chance to talk um, and, you know, how to engage if, if there were an issue, you know, it's a sharing group and we have everyone coming in the door not everyone has the same opinions. And sometimes, you know, we'll have some conversations going on that are in contrast to each other. And our facilitators are trained to make those, help those conversations go along smoothly. So we have a set of guidelines that we've developed, which uh, helps to create that space and maintain that space. And it mainly includes speaking from the I statement, the I standpoint of, you know, this is what I experienced. So when you come to our groups, you will not encounter someone who's saying, you should do this. We do that. That's We try to uh, minimize that. We really don't have that going on because we focus on using the um, I statements to keep it a safe space. Mm. And then uh, that big to do show part of IANS groups and events is of course our webinars and our courses and being able to come in and speak directly with people like Suzanne Giesman. So uh, that is managed by the beautiful Betty and the podcast. So we'll be talking about that too. Yes. Hello, family. Wow. I'm so grateful for this space. Just hearing it back, even though I'm so involved in it, hearing it back from each of us is just very affirming. And I'm so grateful to be a part of something so big and so beautiful. And uh, so my name is Betty Guadagno. I had a spiritually transformative experience in March of 2019. Um, which I didn't have any language for. I didn't know that's what it's called. I had a Kundalini awakening. I found my language for my experience in the IONS sharing groups. 
So I'm forever grateful for our community giving me language to what happened to me. And um, I'll talk a little bit about how I found my way to IONS. So my spiritually transformative experience truly transformed my life 180 degrees. I went from complete darkness to light. And I had a very challenging time integrating that because so much of my life was spent in darkness and depravity. And so having this experience and having my whole path shifted in another direction, I had this insatiable thirst for knowledge. And I was doing a lot of research. I was reading a lot of books. And I came across a Netflix docuseries called Surviving Death. And the first episode is about near-death experiences. And I heard Dr. Mary Neal share about her experience. And I thought, oh my goodness, that's what happened to me, except I didn't actually die. But it was all the same sort of similarities in the story. And so in that episode of that docu-series, they show an IONS conference. And so I went on Google, I looked up IONS, I found out that they have sharing groups online. I went to a sharing group just sort of sat in the background, the first sharing group uh, until I got my nerve up to talk. And then no words came out, just tears, just buckets and buckets of tears. And I just cried for the whole 90 minutes. And I listened to people share about their experiences. And I heard people share that their experiences happened decades ago. And I thought, oh my goodness, they, they didn't get to leave earth. Like they're still here 20 years later. And so all of these people in, in these groups, they, they like comforted me and they gave me all of this affirmation and they told me it was going to be okay. And um, they, they let me contact them and ask them questions. And I was so confused and I had so much information running around in my head and I got so much security inside these groups. So after the first couple meetings that I went to where I just spent the whole 90 minutes crying in disbelief, uh, then I finally kind of got my footing in the groups and I was able to contribute some of my own experience. And then I was approached uh, to see if I wanted to volunteer to be a facilitator and a moderator for our sharing groups. And I was so eager to give back in service because just within a few, a couple of months, I had discovered so much about myself and my experience and my spiritual path because of these groups. And so I was dying to get back into service, to give back to the community. And from there, um, Angela asked me to speak at a webinar and I felt like a superstar. I was like, what? You guys want me to talk? This is crazy. And it was really my first experience sharing about what had happened to me. And I'm so grateful for, for that foundation in my life. And, and then I got asked to come on and now I'm the webinar coordinator for IONS groups and events. And so I get to find speakers, which is a beautiful gift. Not only do I find speakers inside of our sharing groups, but I have an opportunity to reach out to people that really inspire me in the spiritual community. And I ask if they want to come and be a part of IONS groups and events and give back to our community. And it's a wonderful opportunity to give people who have never shared their story before an opportunity to share, people who are well-versed at sharing their experiences to come in and do workshops for us and teach to the community if they feel called to teach. And, um, and from there, after, you know, being involved in the webinars and the production team, we came up with this conception to have a podcast for IONS. And I'm the host of the podcast, which is still a weird sentence to say. It's pretty new. 
at first I was really hesitant. I didn't feel like I knew enough about the industry. I didn't feel like I was young enough to do that. I didn't feel like I was well-versed enough in near-death experiences and spiritual experiences to do that. A lot of things were keeping me from stepping into it, but this team really supported me. They believed in me. And our podcast is this, this newest addition to our to our the things that we do here at IONS Groups and Events. And it's an opportunity to open the conversation up to all spiritual experiences, uh, which Angela kind of touched on. We talk about after-death communication, spiritually transformative experiences, near-death experiences, paranormal experiences, uh, yeah, channeling, all, all sorts, anything metaphysical, spiritual, mystic. We've opened up the conversation. And for me, being able to um, give back to the community in this way, with having a podcast that's launched directly to IAM's videos, YouTube. So it's got a built-in base. We have a lot of subscribers. It's an opportunity for people who have never shared their experience before to do it in an interview style so they can help shape their experience into a good story because that's what we're doing. We're telling a story of our experiences. And some people don't know how to find that structure. And so I hope I'm doing a good job as the host, <laughs> helping people discover how to do that. And yeah, you know, this community is amazing. I mean, I love the community here. I had my experience in 2019. I found IONS in 2020. And I'm very loud about my spiritual experiences in every aspect of my life. It's not just when I'm around our community here. Um, I share about my spiritual experiences very openly because I know others are having similar experiences. And I want them to know that I've found a space, come to this space with me. And so I love bringing people to our groups um, and, and allowing them to see what our community is like. And like Angela shared, it's not just people who have had experiences that come to our group groups. It's people who are interested in the subject matter and also people that are going through grief. And I think that it's really beautiful to witness inside of a group how somebody can come in completely distraught and struck with so much grief and they leave feeling lifted. And right. that's a beautiful gift to be able to witness something like that. And, you know, I, I can't say enough about what we do here. You know, like it's changed my life. And I'm so grateful for the community that, that we've built here and how it expands. It ebbs and flows and expands and contracts. And, you know, like we have so much in common with one another. And I really like Kathy was talking about when we get to meet in person, I went to the IONS conference last year in Salt Lake City, the first time I've ever been to a conference of any kind. And it was an IONS conference. And the feeling of walking into that space with hundreds of other people, I think Kathy put it as open hearted and you just heart centered. And everybody with like this desire to share and be present for each other, I've never felt anything like it before. And I do get that same feeling on our online platform. When I'm in a sharing group, I love being able to connect with the Zoom boxes. You know, even though we're online, I still get that feeling of connection. And to watch people be open and vulnerable, you know, especially in our webinars, because it's such an extended amount of time. Our webinars are 90 minutes. The speaker usually speaks for around 60 minutes, and then we open up the last 30 minutes for questions and answers. 
And to listen to somebody be able to have space to share not only about their experience, but what they've learned and taken back with them as they've integrated their experience, that's such a powerful moment as well to be watch to watch and listen somebody stand in their truth and then share some of the information, some of their downloads that they've brought back with them is totally beautiful. So just a little uh, promotion. Um, like I said, we do have this new podcast. I think we have about eight episodes launched right now. And uh, if you have had a spiritual experience and you'd like to share about it, we'd love to have you on. This is a much more open forum for us. So we're able to expand into the community a little bit deeper. And that's what the whole purpose behind it is. And yeah, to make the extraordinary ordinary, to make the paranormal normal, to make the di the, the divine digestible. Mm. And um, I'm so grateful for this space. Thank you so much for having us all on, Kathy. I'm so grateful to be able to share um, and uh, connect. Well, I love ions and I really see this as a big uh, component of the future of ions. And I do believe, and I don't know where I get these insights, but I do believe more and more and more people are going to start popping into the awareness that they've had these kind of experiences. Even anyone who had been in the hospital and been resuscitated <clears throat> that, that may have thought that, oh, that was the drug speaking, but they had vivid dreams and they start to get a glimpse of it. Um, I think you're going to have a large part of the population that's going to remember because people have been resuscitated for 40 years in hospitals. That's the normal procedure. So there's a lot of people out there that could, with just uh, a little encouragement or one or two videos, could actually go, oh, my God, I just remembered something. Or they have a dream or something um, transpires. The, the other thing I wanted to share is I really see the accessibility of this information is so, so important. People don't have the time to read a hundred books. And what you're doing is you're collating content in a digestible way where somebody who's, who's had it as their hobby, their study, their research, their their job um, has studied this information for years to speak to an audience and share what they have. That enrichment is 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 uh, accessible to everyone, and um, I, I, that's the other part of this online. Um, opportunity to learn from experts and authors and researchers and and participants in in the movement. Um, we just lost um, Diane um, Cochran, who was a retired colonel, um, but she she was in the Vietnam War and experienced someone, one of her patients, having a near death experience. And she was collaborating with the U.S. Army to teach nurses how to identify that um, that that it isn't PTSD; it's something different. So, so there's so many components and contributors over the 40 years of Ion's existence to this information and what Ion's um, groups and events Ion's Online does 
is it makes it all accessible to everyone. Yes. Um, as we kind of wind down here, I want to invite everyone who listens, no matter how distant in the future it is from when we had this conversation, to reach out to us, to join us in a sharing group, to talk to us about sharing your experience if you feel called to do so, because we have lots of different ways to do that. On the ians.org sites, that's I-A-N-D-S dot O-R-G, you can type your story in and it can be as kind of anonymous <clears throat> as that. You can come and share in a sharing group. You can reach out to us about putting on a more formal presentation through our webinars, especially if you've been reading a lot and studying and you have research to share, or if it's your first time talking like Betty and you're ready to do that, we do all of those through the webinars. Um, we also have now the podcast, as Betty mentioned, and that's a, also a great platform to have a conversation with Betty to have a conversation with the community and share your experience and provide the same hope and validation that we try to give back to you. Yeah, I'd like to just take one second and echo a couple of, couple of our uh, program team's comments, which uh, I think they alluded on, but the group the, the IONS groups and events is not just for near-death experiencers. And um, it's for anybody that has an interest in the topic. Um, you know, I often will introduce myself as a maybe experiencer. Um, when I was two years old, I was revived multiple times. And I, there's some reason to believe that I may have possibly had an experience, but I don't remember. And I started reading about near-death experiences when I was like 20 years old. I picked up my first book and uh, just became very fascinated and engrossed in the topic. It seemed to answer a lot of questions that I had um, spiritually. I think I was probably unique in that sense where I was very hungry spiritually, you know, even aside from the religious culture I was brought up in, um, there were maybe some answers that weren't quite filled in for me. And, um, but I guess what I'm getting at is that everybody has, is on a different path, I think, both consciously and spiritually. And um, we're just here to provide, you know, an opportunity for those who maybe want to come and talk about these types of um, topics and um, be able to feel comfortable and have a safe space to do that. Well said. Yes. And, and also, I would say, um, in my experience over the six years, um, whenever someone has had an experience, um, and I go to the Boulder, Ions, Boulder, Colorado, IONS group meeting, and then the, to the large conference, it's as though they pull your arm aside and say, let me tell you. <laughs> because there's something about processing, just in order to tell someone else, you have to process and come up with some um, sequences of events that sort of integrate it into your system. And But, but there is a hunger. There's a hunger for that um, 
that understanding, self-understanding, and then to be witnessed, to be seen, to be heard, and not to be shamed for it. Yeah, so there's something there's something about, especially in these group sharing groups, if someone shares, finally has the courage to openly talk about their experience or what they're they're feeling or experiencing, that is is kind of really allows people to relax. I think Betty was kind of explaining that exact sort of process to be able to hear somebody else talk about their experience, open up, um, and be. Um, you know, be vulnerable and, and share that. Then all of a sudden it makes it much easier for them to, for another person to open up and, and start talking about their experience. And I've watched more than one person, multiple people who've come to these groups for weeks, even months, and then finally open up and talk about their experience. And so it's, it's pretty rewarding to see that. And um, I'll also kind of just say a little plug for the um, podcast as well. Um, we've been kind of in brainstorming mode for this podcast for well over a year. Maybe it's been a year and a half. And we've had different ideas and concepts and, you know, kind of different um, um, approaches to it and thought process. But I think one of our general thought processes was we kind of want it to maybe be a pretty energetic, pretty vibrant, maybe appeal to slightly younger audience. Not that we're not trying to appeal to an older audience. Um, because quite often, you know, a lot of people find ions in later in their life when they've raised their families or they've, you know, life kind of maybe slows down slightly. And then they start wanting to maybe explore some of these spiritual questions in their life a little more fully. But, um, but I'll take some, some amusing pride in the fact that I just kept thinking Betty would be so wonderful for this. Um, and then we kind of finally started talking about it and it took a while, but I think, you know, Betty finally maybe realized that this was her path. <laughs> and so um, it's been pretty exciting to see and um, it's wonderful. I can't, I can't imagine anybody else doing this. I don't want to put too much pressure on you, Betty, but, <laughs> but uh but yeah, it's been fantastic to see this. And we just uploaded our first audio portion that we have all of the video versions already uploaded on the IONS um, YouTube channel. But um, we're starting now to upload the audio portions uh, uh, to, to all the different streaming services as well. Wonderful. Wonderful. Kathy, I'd like to say a few words. Sure, please. The, uh, People hear about IONS, you know, we've been around for uh, over 40 years now, and they think, oh, you know, it's a huge organization. Really, it's, it's uh, we've got one full-time employee. We've got a very dedicated board. We've got the dedicated volunteers. You're just seeing a few of them here. We've got many others working behind the scenes, getting the um, conference together. Angela, who's with us here today, is doing a tremendous amount to get the conference together for this coming year. Um, that's going to be at the end of August, beginning of September. It's uh, that that Labor Day weekend. And um, that's going to be in Washington, D.C. this year, um, just outside of Washington in, in Arlington, Virginia. And uh, I want to mention, because we are a volunteer organization primarily, so much depends on membership and donations and things of that nature. So if you feel compelled, um, please join us, become a member. Um, it's it's modest dues uh, and it helps us achieve our mission. Thank you. 
Yes, thank you for saying that, Daniel. I also wanted to let everyone know that at this conference, which is a bubble of love, a joyous experience that will change your life, we also have an experiencer lounge. And in that lounge, we have people come and share in person. And it's very much like our online sharing groups where you can come and listen out of curiosity. A lot of people come in there and we're all in each other's biofields and we're just feeling a little bit more of an awakening, raising our vibration together. And in that, we have people who find that moment to finally talk about their experience. And it's such a beautiful moment to be there with them and to experience that with them. So if you get the chance, I highly recommend that you um, try the Experiencer Lounge if you're at the conference. Wonderful, wonderful. Does anyone else want to share a little bit? Uh, Betty, would you like to share a little bit more? There is construction going on in my office. I'm not oh. sure if you're able to hear me, but I just, yeah, I want to say that um, everything that we do here, it has has had such an impact on other people. You know, like I see it in the, my my community. I've personally been able to make connections with members of my soul family be, because of IONS groups and events, because we have all this accessibility online to connect with people all over the world. And I think I'm gonna leave it there because this construction is pretty loud beneath me. <laughs> okay, thank you, thank you. Kathy, Kathy, I'll mention that many experiencers come back with the feeling that they should be doing more. And indeed, they, they feel they have a mission. And I think part of that mission that people understand eventually is sharing about their experience. And often it's a, it's a reluctant thing initially because of what I mentioned before, that they're not understood and accepted. But working with IAMS and, the, and our sharing groups is a great way to get your feet wet with sharing to realize that you know um, we understand, and then you can begin to share in other ways, whether it's just conversations with friends and, and acquaintances, or in some cases, people have gone on to write books and um, even host podcasts. <laughs> so thank you. No, that's great. Yes, I mean, I think the, the community is a big part of this uh, opportunity for people because of the isolation of, of the, um, usually you can't talk to your family. A lot of times you don't have the same worldview at all before the, after the event as before the event. And so the, the process of um, making the information that you accessed available and usable takes a little bit of time. It's it's not, I mean, it's, I've never heard of anyone having an out-of-body experience or having a, 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 a near-death experience and being able to right away bounce into um, talking about it or because you have to find the words. And that's what this, this group, um, uh, the online opportunities make it accessible to everyone around the world. Anyone that speaks English can and can go to the website, can read the stories, can watch the YouTubes, can now listen to a podcast, can take classes together. 
it's truly a gift to humanity to have all of these um, resources together. Yes. Yeah, you know, it's it's probably good to a good point to to echo on that one is that um, we do have local groups um, in different areas, you know, throughout the United States and in a few different places in the world. But the nice part about starting this part of um, Ion's groups and events online is that, um, you know, you can be anywhere, you know, you could be in Rexburg, Idaho or Missoula, Montana or something like that. And where you maybe don't have a local group, but you can attend a group anytime that you want to. Um, and so um, pr probably just kind of an interesting byproduct of, uh, of the pandemic was that we realized that we could do an awful lot of things now with the, the new technology and the new era that we live in. And so it brings us closer together all across the world. And I think that's what we hope for even more so is that, you know, we can continue to bring each other together everywhere across the world, not just of course in the United States, but everywhere. Yes. We have attendees come to our groups that are from, you know, different parts of the world. And that's always quite gratifying and exciting. That's fantastic. That's, that's what I'm saying is the, the opportunity to grow and learn and feel in community is, is available in all of this. And it is a labor of love. You can see we're all, everyone on this screen, I'm not doing that much with the IONS online, but I'm a volunteer on the physical side. And, um, and we all love everyone just about, just about that, um, that's <laughs> in our groups, on the board, um, in our committees, and, um, and are hoping to make the world a better place with this information. We are really all working from the heart, um, using the head as a path to the heart through all this information. So I just want to thank everyone that's here for all your hard work. Thank you so much. And um, I want to make sure that, that, uh, that you, you uh, next time you're thinking about watching a Netflix or getting sucked into a series of TV shows, maybe check out the IONS YouTube channel or check out ISCO instead, isco.ions.org. I'll put the banner up again. Um, because once you start, you can't stop because it's fascinating. It's fascinating. And the, the idea that there's researchers along with experiencers gives you this holistic view of it. It isn't just stories, stories, stories. It's both. And so you get the valid scientific proof and, um, and the connect the dots, really, to tell you the truth. The, the research connects the dots with the stories enough so you can use the information. Mm -hmm. We also have um, courses that help people integrate and just general talks that help you integrate. So if you're struggling with something, look through our videos. You'll find something there that's supportive for you. Right, right. I, I'm excited because I, I, I just can't wait till more people know about what you're doing and the, the gift that you're offering to help humanity change from this 
warlike humanity to a peaceful, loving humanity. And this is a big part of that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. Is there anything else, Angela, that um, you'd like us to share? Thank you for having us on and letting us share this wonderful resource for the community. And again, I invite you to come and join us to learn, to grow, to just listen and to share. Thank you, Kathy. Oh, thank you all and bless you. I'm, I'm sure I'll see you soon in a committee. Bye-bye <laughs> everyone. Bye everybody. Thank you, thank you everyone. Thanks so much. Thank you. Bless yes. you.